Reddit, regardless of your opinion of the occult or supernatural, what is the most downright creepy or inexplicable thing that you've ever experienced? I have a few but I will tell you too. I don't believe in supernatural shit and I'm not religious in the least. I'm typing on my phone so apologies for the formatting. One my grandmother, her sister, and my dad and aunt when they were kids took place in Scotland they wanted to go on a weekend vacation by the seaside and they saw an ad in the paper for a house rental. All comms were done by letters then so they wrote the person and he responded by letter and agreed on time and price. They arrived to the rental house and met the person to get the keys. Dad and aunt were playing with a stray dog in the area. Dad remembers going to neighbor farmhouse to get milk. The house they rented was a big old house with bedrooms upstairs. Dad asked adults if they could bring the dog inside for the night. Adults said okay but dog couldn't sleep in the bedroom. The adults stayed in one room and kids in the other across hall. During the night there was horrifying sounds of stomping at the bottom of the stairs. The kids ran to adults room. There was also a sound of a large chain being dragged along the floor towing something heavy behind it like a chest. The chain was being dragged upstairs and chest thumping up and down the stairs. The loud sounds went all night. They were screaming in terror. At daybreak the sounds stopped. They packed up quickly and went downstairs. The poor dog was absolutely terrified, shaking and hair standing on end. They opened the door and the wee doggy ran for the hills. They left the house and went back home. They told their husbands but they didn't believe them. This story was told over and over. Finally a year later Gran, aunt and their husbands drove out to the seaside town. They drove up to the lot however, there was no house there. There was a large full-grown oak tree in the middle of the lot where the house was. They were perplexed. They went to the neighbor's farmhouse where my dad got milk and asked the family where the house was. Confused they replied that a house was never there. They lived on the farm for 20 years and it was always an empty lot. So many weird things about this story like they traversed some parallel time. I interviewed every family member involved separately and they all recalled the story very similar. Similar details etc. To my dad had terminal non-Hodgkin's cancer and the doc gave him 2 months to live. He had tumors in his armpits, groin, back, stomach and bowels. He had a miraculous recovery at the hospital which was preempted by a vivid and powerful experience with a being. He said it started with liquid energy blasting in through his eyes and all through his body. His whole body was shaking on the hospital bed. He had visions of vivid red supernatural landscapes. It was so beautiful but incredibly intense that he couldn't keep his eyes closed anymore. He opened them and it stopped. I remember him calling home at 2 a.m. and I answered the phone. He was crying and laughing and telling me over and over that the most incredible thing just happened. The next day the docs came in to do some tests. They did some blood work, then a physical then some scans. More docs came into the room and all totally baffled and told him that there was no sign of cancer in his body. My dad said I know, can I go home now? That was over 25 years ago. I don't remember this event but my mom's cousin told me in 2017 and it still freaks me the duck out. I remember their old house. I was 3, and my mom's cousin used to babysit me. I was at their house and I started acting weird. I wasn't a troublemaker, but I spit on the kitchen floor for some reason. She took me to the living room and she sat down on the stairs, back towards the stairs, that go up to the next floor so that she was eye level to me, and I was facing her. She started talking and I interrupted her and said who's the man at the top of the stairs. She was like the WHO and I said the man at the stairs and she said there is no one up there and I told her, that I could see him and he was looking at us. Her father died a few months before that. One time I was struggling to keep awake and started to doze off. I could hear myself snoring. 
but was to the point I didn't know what it was, if that makes sense. Anyways, one of the snores had a funny sound to it, it sounded like someone said my name so I responded with, what then quickly realized it was just me snoring. It was weird. On to an actual spooky story. I'll say this before I write it. Nothing paranormal happened. It just took me a few minutes to make sense of things. So I went with my ex to her uncle's house and he had me sleep in the newly built extension. It was a bit creepy as. There was a glass door leading to the backyard which had some woods at the property line. There were also some windows without curtains. Inside the room had some old things. Like an old CRT TV and black and white pictures of people just headshots. So no smiling. The walls had some weird wallpaper and the carpet was pretty shaggy. You'd think this room was built in the 70s with some stuff from the 20s mixed in. I dunno. Room was weird and I was apprehensive already because the windows had no curtains and if someone or something came from those woods, it could see me. So I ended up passing out at some point and then woke up at around 3am when there was very little light on in the room. I opened my eyes and all I could see were three floating heads looking at me. Each head was white with black facial features. Like the kind of stereotypical ghosts you see in unsolved mysteries. I was in shock looking at these things. I thought to myself, do I scream for help and wake everyone up or do I run? I sat there for 5 minutes thinking what to do while staring at these heads. Then suddenly everything became clear. The heads I was seeing were the pictures on the wall. It was dark enough where I couldn't see the picture frames but bright enough I could see the pictures and after my eyes adjusted I could see the frames. I turned the TV on and watched that for a bit to calm down. Creepiest moment of my life. Not inexplicable, but downright terrifying. I've talked elsewhere about my adrenaline disorder. Bit the month prior to finding medicine that worked for me was very much ducked up. In short, I don't have the ability to sleep naturally anymore. If I am off my meds for more than a day, my constant adrenaline bursts just stop it outright. So that month I was essentially dying a slow death due to sleep deprivation. A quick check actually suggests I may be a record breaker in that regard which is kind of cool. It isn't so much that the being tired part kills you, as much as it wrecks havoc on other parts of your body. So, as people who have been awake for more than two days can well imagine, I was hallucinating quite a bit. In particular, I would see Aztec faces appearing on the walls, blood pouring out of their eyes, ears and noses. Hearing wise, I experience after just a few days what can only be described as a hurricane of screams too. All the while, my son had just been born. So there I was on the night shift it made sense for us as I was awake anyway, cradling my son whilst trying not to freak the duck out. I was sitting on the porch with my best friend until very late at night, and after she left, my mom called out from my parents room to me and asked me if I had gone upstairs earlier. I said no, we had been sitting outside the entire time. Apparently, both my parents heard a single pair of footsteps run up the stairs and not come back down. Being the only one of us three with a room upstairs, I did not feel comfortable sleeping that night. I know they were dreaming is the go-to response because that's what I use whenever something goes bump in the night. But they weren't sleeping at that point. Dad can stay up until 3 in the morning listening to podcasts and doing Sudoku. And the bedside table lamp was turned on which meant my mom was still up reading. They weren't asleep. They weren't even trying to sleep. And they both heard it. I grew up in an old Victorian home. Imagine grand woodworking everywhere. Large chandeliers, a dirt floor basement, a clawfoot tub, a winding staircase to the attic. The wood floors creaked. The house seemed to shift and settle with the wind. Doors would suddenly slam shut. I had a lot of weird occurrences growing up. Here are a few. The upstairs bathroom, in particular, had a very heavy energy. I woke up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. I looked up and saw a boy standing in the corner then he was gone. 
The next day I told my mom how weird but vivid it was. I had no memory of this but she proceeded to tell me when she used to bathe me. I would tell her there was a boy standing in the corner of the bathroom. I used to play and talk with him. I called him Joey. My room shared a vent with the bathroom. One afternoon I heard my name repeatedly whispered through it. I assumed my brother got home and was messing with me. I walked to the bathroom to tell him to stop. Then I searched the house. Sure enough I was home alone. I was awakened in the middle of the night by a very real feeling of hands wrapping tightly around my thigh and pulling. I could feel the leftover impressions of fingers. I was getting ready in my room when I heard what sounded like a boy's scream of absolute terror. My dad's TV was blaring downstairs. Right after it happened I heard him shut it off. I yelled down the banister to ask if it was his TV. He was at the bottom of the stairs and exclaimed he thought it came from upstairs. I told a few creepy stories about my house at team bonding for volleyball in high school. The next day, my teammates were telling our coach about the stories. Turns out coach grew up in the same house. She shook her head in agreement, looked at me so serious and said oh I, no, that house is definitely haunted. That confirmed it for me. Definitely some weird shit going on in that house. It's nothing bad or scary, just really weird. Let me explain I went to the bank to get out some money and thought I'd go through the drive through I had my slip filled out and my driver's license in my hand. As I approached the little machine with the vacuum tube, my driver's license fumbled out of my hand and I felt it hit my ankle. But when I looked down, I couldn't see it on the floor mat. So, frustrated, I pulled forward out of line. Cause it must have bounced under the seat. Or so I thought. I get out of the car. And there is nothing on the floor mat. So I squat down and look under the seat. Nothing. I move the seat back and stick my hands in every crevice and slot. Under the seat. Between the seat and the middle compartment. Scratching my hand on the metal parts. It's just not there. So I pull out the floor mat and put it on the cement next to me. Sure it has somehow got underneath. Nothing. I have no cuffs on my pants but pat my capris to check it didn't get caught on the fabric or stick to my skin somehow stuck my arm up my capri pants to feel around my knees even though they were at a taller height than my license and pull off my sandals in case the license is stuck between my foot and shoe or stuck on the bottom nothing the license is not on the cement not in my shoes not anywhere on my pants no cuffs not under the seat not caught in any of the gears or any mechanism or fabric on the underside of the seat not on the mat or under the mat or stuck in any way to the floor mat i go ahead and check the back seat behind me and the passenger side front and back even though the license could not have jumped of the partition nothing now i am pissed and upset where could it have gone to it simply dropped about 12 inches from my hand to the floor by my feet where i felt it touch my ankle and it's just gone poof i decide to drive home and really dig through there with a flashlight Figuring I missed it somehow, even though I'd been searching for about 20 minutes, pissed off and sweating in high summer, I get back in the car, slam the door hard, and swear at the top of my lungs, I angrily look, down at the floor between my feet, bewildered at where the hell the license could have gone, and there it is, sitting squarely between my feet, staring up at me perfectly centered, right smack dab in the middle of the floor mat that I'd removed and examined front and back and shook twice just to make sure, as if it had been there all along, and it wasn't, I wasn't there just a moment ago when I got in the car, so where did it come from, why was it back, where had it gone, I don't know, but I said, okay, I don't know who took my license, but don't do that again, please, if it's you mom or dad, I love you, but now I am going to be late for work, so please do it at a more convenient time, and if it's not you guys, then please get rid of whoever did it, thanks. No, I didn't feel anything cold or strange and I wasn't scared I kinda liked the idea it could be mom or dad, 
but I still had no idea where the license was for 20 minutes or why it was suddenly back in the most obvious place, perfectly centered and face up, weird. Oh ho ho, so when I was 7-8 I was sleeping in a shared bed with my brother at my grandma's home. I remember waking up and looking at the doorway of our room and seeing a silhouette of a thin black figure with long hair and dressed in some kind of weird clothing. I thought it was my aunt and just told her to stop watching us and went promptly back to sleep. The next morning I asked my aunt why she was watching us, which she denied. My mom told me I had a nightmare and everyone began shocking my vision as a nightmare. Until my grandmother confirmed a fact that our neighborhood was actually built on top of an old Native American tribal land who got killed. I later looked up images of Native Americans and there is an uncanny similarity to the silhouette I saw that night. That house did have some weird events other than that lights breaking, heavy objects falling off bookshelves, and worst yet a tree that had some god-awful thorns and a brood of ants living within it. Get pricked by that and you'd have a nasty rash for weeks. One day, I saw my doppelganger outside staring right at my window. I blinked a few times thinking I was hallucinating or something like that and there he was gone. Vanished into thin air. Two days later, I saw him again this time I was lying in my bed, unable to move. The doppelganger staring at me with an expression of fear on his face. I tried to scream but couldn't. I never had such an incident ever again. I never had sleep paralysis before and never had any episode like that. I am a nursing tech in a fairly new hospital. My mom is a nurse here and my sister is also a nursing tech, though she works in a different area than I do. Not long after the hospital opened, my mom went in to check on a patient who had just had a baby. The patient had gifts in the room, mostly flowers and cards, but there was a red balloon that was just floating around the room. Mom assumed it was caught in an air current. She talked to the patient and examined her, then commented on all the nice gifts she had received. She then commented about the balloon that was be bopping around and asked the patient if she wanted her to secure it. No, that's okay. The little girl likes playing with it. Little girl. Yeah, that little blonde girl. She's really cute and I don't have the heart to take it away from her. Mom asked around the nurse's station about the girl. And a couple of co-workers were like yeah, we saw her. We thought it was the patient's kid. About an hour later, I was taking supplies up to that floor. And I saw a little blonde girl running down the hall. I said something to my mom about it. About how it was past visiting hours and she shouldn't be running. And mom went wide and told me the story. She never did see the girl. So, I don't know if this counts as supernatural or more like delusions. I always used to hear and see things. While in every instance I could tell the difference between reality and those sightings. Some of them were unnerving and some almost caused disaster. Most of those things were temporary or would just disappear when I looked directly at them or tried to actively listen. But there were a few instances that manifested and seemed to have their own character and give off a specified feeling sort of. One especially was the witness. I don't know why, but... The moment those entities for a lack of a better word manifested I always instantly had a name in my head. So, the witness was the first permanent visitor I had. He looked like one of those observers from the series Fringe, except he had a trench coat and one of these old film cameras around his neck. Every time I saw him I got this unnerving feeling as if something was terribly wrong. Something bad would happen every moment, and it impacted me to the point where I had to flee the place or I had a complete meltdown. Another weird thing was that he never acknowledged me. 
while other manifested entities seem to be there especially because of me. He never so much as looked at me or my general direction. He always locked at a place I couldn't TC and would take an occasional photo. When he was satisfied with his photos he would just get this eerie smile on his face and I somehow knew he would stand there until I leave. While this doesn't he exactly seem like a supernatural story. It often scared me to death and would always trigger my fight or flee instinct. When I was 13 I had spent the night at my friend's house. We grew up out in the forest on big properties. I saw his mom leave for work that morning and I went downstairs to watch TV as my friend slept in quite often and was doing so on this morning. I watched some TV for a while and then I think okay I'm waking him up now. I turn the TV off, round the corner to go upstairs and then I hear the back door opening. Adrenaline floods my veins and I quietly sprint upstairs into my friend's room. I'm so frightened I don't even think to wake him up. At this point I hear slow, heavy footsteps coming up the stairs. My friend keeps a machete in his room so I grab it out of pure instinct. I see a shadow under the door. Then the door handle rotates. But the door doesn't open. The handle remained turned to the side for what felt like a century but probably just three seconds. Then the shadow moved away from the door and I heard nothing else. No more footsteps. No other doors open or close. I then finally woke up my friend and we searched the house and found nothing. I was absolutely terrified and thought I was going to die. I'd never in my life felt such primal fear. I have some other creepy stories from growing up in this neighborhood. Honestly I'll always believe there is bad energy or something in that place. When I was a boy, probably around 8 I saw a pair of glowing, red eyes that hovered on my closet door. I know, I know it sounds cheesy and made up, but this wasn't the first experience we had with, well, you know. Anyways, I was top bunk, and my bed was facing my closet, so, every night I was facing the ducking door. One night, I see a pair of faint, red eyes on that door, then, like someone was sleeping right next to me and was leaning two centimeters away from my ear. I hear in a violent whisper, let me out. I was ducking petrified. I couldn't move. It kept repeating, let me out. So, I kinda rolled off top bunk. There wasn't any guard. I ran to my parents door screaming. Probably woke the neighbors. My dad, of course, thought I was full of shit. But my mother recalls having multiple strange experiences in that house. I have a lot, I'll share a few. One as a teenager, I was riding my horse on a back road and came to a bright large tunnel that was supposedly haunted. My horse was pretty bombproof and had gone through tunnels and dark places with no problem. He stopped about 100 feet in front of the tunnel. He was looking around like he was watching something but there was nothing. No birds, animals, not even a breeze. He was very tense too. Suddenly a cold wind blew over us and he just spun and bolted. I managed to stay on. To my old house I had, a stained glass shop in the, basement. All the doors to the house and garage were on the same wall. There was no way out from the other side. I had both interior and next garage doors open. Out of the corner of my eye I saw a guy in a red shirt walk into my basement, say hey what's up, and walk behind me. I thought it was my neighbor, turned to say something but no one was there. Three same house master bedroom always felt like you're being watched. It was the only room with a working jack to plug my laptop into early 2000s. I was sitting on the bed, cat asleep beside me. I was sitting beside the door facing away from it. Out of nowhere my cat woke up, stared at the doorway and was in the about to run crouched position. I looked at the door, looked at the cat, back to the door and said whoever is in the doorway, you're scaring the cat, you need to leave now. Within seconds she was relaxed and going back to sleep. I went to Spain with my Spanish friend and we stayed in one of her dad's vacant properties. Hung over one evening, 
We decided to put a horror film on and just chill The Conjuring for reference. Pretty terrifying but shattered from the night out before. I managed to get to sleep and all was well. She visited home regularly so would get her hair done. Visit the dentist etc whilst she was in Spain so I woke up the next morning to a text saying she'd gone out to do these type of things. I go downstairs and within 5-10 minutes hear this loud, high pitched bang. Sort of like if you slapped a wall as hard as you could. Instantly froze and after a minute or so began the terrible idea of investigating what the noise could be. Eventually I'm running out of rooms to check until the only door I've yet to open is the one leading down to the basement. Luckily the light switch is at the top of the stairs so it's well lit before I get down there. I'm checking the first part nearest the stairs but the basement is shaped sort of like an L so I have to turn the corner for the next part. Finally after plucking up the courage, I turn the corner and what do I see? Nothing that would have made this loud noise, but instead a huge ducking old oak wardrobe. So similar to that in the film I'd watched the night before. You know the scene where she's crouched on top of it. So instantly I bolt upstairs and shut that door behind me. Went straight out to the garden and waited for her to come back. Who the duck keeps a wardrobe in the basement of their huge, like 4 bedroom empty house. I see my cat. I know that's very bland. Compared to a lot of these stories, it is hugely mundane, but I don't believe in ghosts or the supernatural. Not an inch, but I grew up with this cat, Sooty, and when I was young she had an accident and lost a back leg. She was badass and was fine, but as you can imagine she moved in a very specific and noticeable way. She died a couple of years ago, living with my mum. A few years before she died I began renting my childhood home the home Sooty spent most of her life in as we all grew up from my mother. In the weeks after Sooty died I started seeing the shadow of a cat out of the corner of my eye. A shadow that moved, like a three-legged cat. I felt like I was going mad. I eventually gave in and mentioned it to my even more skeptical partner. He refused to discuss it any further than admitting that he often turned to pet one of our cats and realized that whatever he'd seen wasn't one of them approaching. So yeah, it could be many things that are very explicable, but my very boring ghost story is that we are possibly being haunted by my super sweet three-legged cat that lived just short of 20 years and she just doesn't want to leave us. Despite my beliefs I really hope it's true. I am a highly skeptical person, my husband more so, and really don't believe in anything supernatural with Ujia boards, but we have an interesting story. When we bought and moved into our first house five years ago, the house was empty except a discarded Ouija board in the crawl space. Needless to say our superstitious friends freaked out. We thought it was hilarious and never thought anything of it. We just left it there. We lived there five years without incident. When we put the house on the market, we left it there just to screw with the buyer and moved into our new house. As soon as we moved in, it was like we were cursed. Everything went wrong. A window shattered inexplicably, with no indication of why. Our air conditioner, dishwasher, and fridge all broke. We had a lawnmower delivered, and despite the driver putting the delivery truck in park and using the emergency brake when he got out, it rolled forward and crashed into my husband's car, doing 4,000 damage. Our gas lines started leaking. Our old house developed an infestation of carpet beetles that apparently came from nowhere. I am 7 months into a rough first pregnancy, and the stress has been brutal. Last time we stopped by the old house before the new owners moved in. We picked up the Ouija board and took it to our new house. We were over the prank, and the buyers were two sweet elderly couples that probably wouldn't get it anyway. Since then, things have stopped breaking and going wrong. We joke that it's our good luck Ujia board, it's probably a coincidence, but it's interesting either way. I was 12 years old and had walked into the downstairs bathroom to take a shower, closed the door and dropped my towel and stepped in. 
I heard the door and a child giggling. Dude, get out. I am taking a shower. I heard little footsteps shuffle to the toilet, which was next to the shower. I sigh and roll my eyes. One of my little brothers is trying to duck with me. They were four and five at the time, so they wouldn't know any better. Just trying to mess with their big sister. The shower is the only be alone time I get. Hear the giggle again and jerk the curtain so only my head appears. Dude, Lee. There was no one there some smoke, which gave me the chills. I hear the steps faintly and the door was open a little bit. I see a shadow run out of the bathroom. I screamed for my mother and got out of the shower. My brothers were nowhere around. I told her the story and she said I had a spirit following me. She claimed it was the spirit of perversion. She was kind of in a cult, but she prayed for me and I don't remember ever seeing the shadow again. I showered upstairs. When I was in 7th grade in Denmark, so 13-14 years old, my class was paired with another class in Germany, and each class visited the other for about a week. During the week my class was in Germany at which point, those in my class who were best at German might have been able to ask for directions I was not among the best. I was walking back from a store along with two of my friends things in Germany are generally cheaper than in Denmark, so most of us got money from our parents, along with instructions to buy a bunch of stuff. When we passed three German teens heading the other way, I heard one of the German teens say, quite clearly, in Danish. Wow, those Danes have a lot of money don't they? I chuckled at the remark, but then discovered that my two friends had heard the guy say something in German, and couldn't understand how I'd understood it. Those German kids were as bad at Danish as we were in German. I was with my best friend on a trip. We slept in the same bed. Since it was cheaper, I woke up in the middle of the night with a feeling of dread and saw a tall, skinny shadow of a man rummaging through our stuff and cabinets, like two feet away from our bed. The weird thing was it was only a shadow, like a cardboard cutout, but I brushed it off, as I often experience sleep paralysis. In the morning during breakfast I told my friend about this. She looked at me funny and said I saw that guy too. She woke up in the middle of the night, sat upright on the bed and saw him. She even confirmed that the shadow seemed to be bald-headed. So we checked door to our room, and there's no way someone could have gotten in. We also asked hotel staff about somebody walking on our floor at night and they denied. We stayed for two more nights in this room but nothing showed up again. I got a few. I am very religious. Last year one of the kids in my class was diagnosed with cancer around March. I prayed for Gim a lot. So somewhere in September the verse of the day on my Bible app was Revelations 21 4 He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. And I got the feeling that God is telling me that it was the guy's last day alive. Just before second break my hair stood on end and I shivered. I knew something terrible has happened and wondered who was in danger died. At the end of the period the principal called the entire school and told us that he was just informed that the guy died. The next two didn't happen to me but my mom. When my older brothers were still babies my mom and their dad was living in a flat on the third floor. One night my mom and her then husband was watching TV while my brothers was sleeping. They had a window on the one side of the room and the light was on the center of the ceiling. While they were still watching TV they saw a shadow move on the wall and it was going towards the rooms. There was no way a shadow could be moving on the wall. So they jolted to my brothers, but everything was fine. At the same place my mom was alone with my brothers late at night. She decided to go take a bath. While bathing she started singing You're Not Alone by Michael Jackson. She found it weird that she knew all the words but kept on singing. Then the washing machine made a loud noise. She stopped for a second then continued. It happened again. Then she saw her clothes started to levitate into the hour. All she remembers is the next second she was standing in the room with my brothers dry and fully clothed. 
My grandma and I were heading upstairs to get something when we heard her dog barking downstairs. We didn't think much of it at first because she usually barked when someone was at the front door. Before reaching the top of the stairs, we stopped and looked at each other. Her dog had died a week ago. We stood there listening but it definitely sounded exactly like her old dog and it was coming from about 12 feet away. It got quiet after a minute, but we both got an eerie feeling and stayed upstairs for a few hours. I was a postgraduate and turned med school graduate but with no license to practice medicine at a hospital in the Philippines. Then on 24-hour duty at the pediatrics emergency room. It was the middle of the night and we had no patients. And since we were at the back part of the emergency room, we turned off the lights to get some sleep. My residents slept in an inner room while I took one of the vacant beds, meaning I was alone in my area. After some time, I felt someone trying to wake me up. I opened my eyes a bit and it was still dark but I saw a figure standing beside me telling me that I had a patient. And behind the figure was another figure in a wheelchair holding what I assumed to be a baby. As I heard a crying baby, I got up, shaking my head to wake myself up, and put my glasses on but when I looked up there was no one there. I got up and went to the nurse's station at the front of the emergency room and asked if a pediatrics patient had come in but they said no. I just thought to myself that it was a really creepy yet realistic dream, yet it freaked me out enough that I didn't sleep again that night. When I was 23, I had a baby and would often go to my sill house to spend weekends. She owned a house in North Georgia in the mountains. I often slept upstairs but never had with my baby. Our husbands were off hunting and I took my son to go to sleep upstairs. When I laid down, I felt this overwhelming sense that there was an old woman staring at me. I felt her. I know she was there and I felt she was interested in my son and I freaked and grabbed my son and ran down the stairs to my sill and told her. She said she knew because her young daughters often said the same thing. When my son was three we went to the same sill house. Only this time she had moved to another home in the same town. She was at work and I had come early to hang out for the weekend. As at this point I lived in Florida. My son was playing by her washer and dryer and he came to me and said that man said hello mama. I said what man? He then proceeded to tell me the black man in the hallway. I told him I couldn't see the man and he told me that he was standing there. I left. Finally, I think I had a bout with SP myself. I fell asleep on my back watching TV at some point I felt like something was sitting on me. I knew I was asleep but I couldn't move or scream. The more I tried the harder it was for me to breathe. Then a white bright ass light was all I could. See I panicked and was finally able to wake up and I ran to call. You guessed it my sill who calmed me down and came over the next day to Sage. Just in case. ETA grammatical. Tiny important backstory. This house was older and not the first time I have seen things I didn't have an easy answer for. I owned an older home and during the night of a full moon I was on the second floor on my PC. With no warning I heard a single loud thud or a banging sound coming from downstairs. I went downstairs to see what it was and I couldn't see anything that could have caused it. My roommate's cat was parked on the dining room table staring intently and bristled at a spot in the living room thinking they must have run into something and I exaggerated the sound in my head I went back upstairs. No more than 10 minutes later I hear the sound again, louder, almost like a piece of furniture was dropped. Immediately after I heard a roar, not the kind of house cat could make but something deeper and bigger. I grab the closest thing I can swing around and go back downstairs. The cat is still on the table only now it's in full ducky posture facing the living room. The chandelier in both rooms are swinging. In that moment I did the only thing I could think of. I got dressed right away, walked into the living room and kinda barked as loud as I could I live here too. I'm gonna leave for the night but when I get back no more of this. I leave you be and you quit this bull.
I then left the house and spent the night as long as could at the bar, then spent the rest of the night at a friend's house. Didn't really sleep that night but came home to not having a repeat, but the small things continued but never bothered me. A few years ago, I got into the shower, I began cleansing myself as usual, when I heard a weird sound. It sounded like cackling, wheezy cackling coming from a direction in which there was a wall. My brain extrapolates quite easily, so I hypothesized that I had hyenas in my bathroom wall. I attempted to converse with them, but they just kept laughing on as I applied my shampoo and conditioner. It only stopped when I turned off the shower. Okay, that's what I first thought of, but here's the real thing. When I was living in an old house, my bed was up against a corner of my room. There was this little crack between the bed and the wall. And when I looked at it with the lights off at night, silhouettes of monsters emerged from the crack. I was six or eight at this point, And when I closed my eyes to shield myself from the monsters, they appeared in my mind in full color. These totally bizarre yet realistic monsters were taunting me night after night. I couldn't escape them until I got permission to leave the lights on at night. They never bothered me again. And as long as I don't put my bed in the corner of my room, they never will. Once I was taking pictures of the Milky Way with photography mates at an Italian graveyard in northern Spain is a historical monument nothing goth or stuff like that related. I decided to separate a bit from the group so I could take pictures from different angles. It was around 2 am, so, I just made my pictures peacefully until I heard some steps in the back. Probably a mouse or something so I ignored it. Then. A while ago I heard more steps but this time they didn't feel like a small animal. They sounded deep and slow, like if something bigger was there on the wet grass. That sound was surrounding me, like if something or someone was doing circles around me. When I turned the flashlight on nothing was there and the sound immediately stopped. I instantly came back to the group and I didn't take any more pictures that night. My parents are not together, so every weekend I go to my dad's house. When I was about five-ish, every time I looked out of the window of my bedroom at my dad's house, I always used to hear this god-forsaken noise that sounded like it was perpetually falling. The noise only occurred both when it was dark and when I was staring at a particular building, which looked to be a decently sized facility of some sort. Around the same time, a close friend of mine completely disappeared without a trace. There was always a lot of weird shit going on surrounding her which I won't get into too much detail about. But one thing I will share is this one particular incident where she was intended to visit my house after school. But upon the arrival of another classmate's parent who regularly picked her up from school, she began to get a bit agitated and upset. To cut a long story short she had to go with the other kid's parent and she had a full-on breakdown in the car. Naturally my five-year-old self was very confused. Fast forward about two or three years later, and the noise completely stops and the building which I'll just call the facility from now on goes quiet. No more lights. No more strange noises at night. Nothing. I also find out that my friend's disappearance is because her father was domestically abusive towards her mother, which caused her her mother, and her younger sister to move out of town, so I can at least rule out the possibility of both being connected. About three almost four now, the relationship with my father breaks down which causes me to not see him for a couple of years. In 2018 I randomly remembered the weird shit that happened at the facility and decided to look at it on Google Street View, only to find out it doesn't exist. For context, the facility looked like something you would see in the average English industrial park, whereas this new one was a fairly small by comparison multi-building complex with a large array of garages behind it. I also checked to see if there was any evidence of a demolition near there but there was not. 
After that, I put the experience behind me and decided to just move on instead of racking my head about some weird building that made a weird noise. Around November of last year, me and my father made up and I started contact with him again. And in January we go to a football not American match together and I decided to stay over at his place for the night because the match ended quite late. It was then I decided to finally wrap up this mystery by confirming if I had either made the facility up, or it had simply just been demolished. I asked my dad on the way home if the building that was currently there had always been there or was there another one, but he only said he didn't pay much attention WTF, and never remembered any demolition taking place. The only way of confirming or denying was if I looked out the window in a similar position and hide to when I was 5, and that's exactly what I did. I crouched down and looked out of the window, and everything was the same as it was, with the exception of the location where the facility once was. It had definitely changed. I chalked my dad's unusual answer to his sometimes forgetful memory he's getting on for 60 now and simply concluded that it had been demolished. Story over right? No, because back in August I was out with a group of our friends, and with us was two girl siblings, one of them a year younger than the other I had apparently never met before. I didn't think too much until we ended up on a field while one of us went to grab a football we had kicked away before. The two began to mention a few things that were kind of familiar to me. And when the eldest sibling who was my age walked away for a phone call, one of them mentioned her name and that's when it clicked she shared the same name as my childhood friend and might well be her. Now I wish I could have said we reunited and shared some old memories but at that point I has basically era 404 ed. And it was only when we all split up to go back to our homes that my brain managed to to reboot itself. Needless to say I was kicking myself. I met up with my friends quite a lot after that but every time neither of them were there. So I couldn't confirm my suspicions. And now with my area under a tighter local lockdown with the possibility of the UK going back into a national lockdown I fear I am gonna have to wait a lot longer to finally put this damn thing to rest. Too long didn't read when I was a kid and looked out the window of my dad's house this weird building made a strange noise. A childhood friend disappeared after having an unusual breakdown in another classmate's parents car. Later found out it was because her dad was beating her mom. Building went quiet. Stopped contact with dad nearly 4 years ago. Looked up building in 2018. Building didn't exist anymore. Made contact with dad again. Found out I didn't make it up. And my childhood friend may have come back to my town. This happened yesterday. I arrived to visit my parents. Soon after my arrival, the cat began having panic attacks. Mom thought it was a toxic candle so she blew it out. The panic attacks didn't stop. The cat was sitting on my mom's lap and suddenly shrinked into a ball looking up into a doorway entering the living room with its eyes absolutely fixed on nothing. It then made a fast snorting sound and darted to the basement. I went to bed that night. I never have nightmares. I had a nightmare that a bunch of organ pipes were about to impale me. I woke up, ran to the light and turned it on. I slept soundly. The next day my mom grabbed a stick of sage and went to the basement. We went around methodically leaning each room doorway window and conceivable hiding spots saying incantations such as evil spirits, malevolent beings and negative energies are not welcome in the house and are hereby banished. My mom's back began to hurt so I took it up. I stoked the sage lightly and it exploded in my face sending embers into my eyes etc. I composed myself and we got to the ground level. We were almost complete. As we neared completion the sage began 
began to pop and glow bright red. The sage burst into flames and at the same time the fire alarm went off. My mom thinks whatever it was trying to distract us from completing the smudging. The fire alarm was not from the smoke but had to do with a fault in the walls of the house. My mom thinks I brought something over. And indeed before my trip I was beginning to fall into a depression. And was questioning whether I was falling into a psychosis. Right now, I've never felt so alert and clear headed and it does feel like something negative has left me. This happened to me at a house I do not longer live in. My bedroom used to be in the middle of the wall. At my sides two closets and at the opposite wall there was a huge window. I never liked it. I was sleeping as normal and I heard nice and clearly something tapping at my window knock, knock, knock. I went from asleep to fully awake in under a second. I'm a very logical person so I try to find a logical explanation and I decide to stay 10 minutes awake hoping to see if it was an animal or something I misheard. 10 minutes passed by, I felt it was like an hour, then I decided to go to sleep again and the moment I stopped looking at the window and get inside the blankets again I heard again, knock, 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 I've never been so scared in my life, I obviously didn't sleep alone that night. My BF and I did a short hike to this dam that was built about 100 years ago and was supposed to be a structural marvel. Last time it was used was during World War II and there were local stories about the area being haunted because there were multiple people who drowned in the area that were never found. We were told by people that we should be quiet in the area as to not wake the spirits. My BF thought it'd be funny to yell out random shit and see if something happens. Next thing we know, the water from the dam starts gushing faster. The winds were blowing really hard, and we started hearing random noises in the jungle. I was freaking out, but my BF doesn't believe in the supernatural so he thought it was just a sudden gust of wind. I don't know what it was but I just had this gut feeling to get the hell out of there. Grabbed my BF and we bolted out of there. The whole time we were hiking out of there. I had a heavy feeling in my chest. I didn't feel it go away until I got into the car. To this day, I still think about what it might have been. But my BF is unaffected. TLDR hiked to a supposedly haunted dam with BF. Was told to keep quiet, but BF thought it'd be funny to yell. Weird nature stuff happened. Bolted out of there. This happened to my mom. Although I wish I could have experienced it lol. My grandma, who when she was alive, wasn't the nicest per se, passive aggressive to the max and just plain rude. She was a product of her time grew up during World War II, popped out 5 kids all through the 50s and 60s. She didn't understand this world, and we all knew it, and felt it. Anyway during the last part of her life, she had a lot of medical appointments and seeing that I was unemployed at the time I was the one to drive her to them. So she stayed at her house in my sister's old room quite often. After she passed, she was cremated and placed in a fitting urn backstory. When my grandpa died she put his ashes in wait for it, a ducking Folgers coffee can. So there my grandma's ashes sat in her Folgers can in the closet until my wedding when the whole family could come together to place her ashes with her son's tree alongside her husband during the time building up to the wedding and just after it my mom had moved her old tv into my sister's room and other various small things every day my mom was convinced that my grandma was ducking with her because the tv would randomly turn on and it would be super loud the lights would be on and it would be apparently cold as hell in there it all of course stopped after she was properly laid to rest all the fun shit happens to other people I swear, I'd love something like that to happen to me. As odd as that sounds, I am into the paranormal and would love just one thing I could tell people. Maybe it's because I am looking for it even if I completely forget about it, who knows. 
I come from a family of healers and sensitives so I've had paranormal and supernatural experiences all my life as has the rest of my family. However I have never been as creeped out or unnerved by any other experience as I was by this one. And if I do ever think about it which I try not to do it still gives me slight anxiety and gives me goosebumps. When I was 12 we lived with my auntie, uncle and younger cousins who were 7, 5 and 3. I had to share a bed with the 3 year old she was a really smart little kid. Big vocabulary for her age and an imagination to match. One night we were laying in bed and suddenly she started crying and pointing at the corner of the room furthest from us. The only light was the street lights outside. I said what's wrong Jay? What's there? I wasn't able to see anything not even a spider. Which I thought it was. My baby cousin said through tears. The witches are looking at us. They are mean. I was freaking out inside by then as I still couldn't see anything so I asked her how many witches can you see Jay? She answered still crying in my arms there are three. And they are coming. I started to feel slightly unnerved by this as obviously my baby cousins weren't allowed to watch scary films programs. Or listen to scary stories especially at three. So this came out of the blue. All I could do by this time was to distract my baby cousin. By telling her I wouldn't let the mean witches get her. And singing her nursery rhymes until she fell asleep in my arms. I didn't sleep at all that night. LOL. My cousin is now a beautiful, successful student teacher and like a lot of people we talk about our childhood. She remembers a lot of the things we did together but she never remembers that night. Only several people know this story. And today I want to share it with you my dear Redditors. I passed the university exams and waited for the results. It was a real stressful period in my life. Cause I spent a lot of time and energy. My future life depends on the result of my work. At this time I began to notice strange things in my house. I constantly saw someone with my peripheral vision. It was a short old man with black curly hair. He came to the kitchen when I was having dinner. He came close to me when I was sitting in my smartphone on the couch. I even remember he fit in house slippers. He came every day, no matter what I did. A very important detail is that unlike all the stories here, I saw it during the day and daylight. It had been going on for two weeks, but I continued to think it was a game of my imagination or the tricks of my brain. Anything but creepy reality. The day came when my mind turned over. What I will tell you next is similar to a scene from a horror movie. I stood in the bathroom and dried my hair with a hairdryer, as usual. I noticed a man on my right. I turned towards the man and saw a clear figure looking at me. I instantly turned back to the mirror and said to myself it's an illusion. I decided to look at the man again to make sure of my thoughts. I turned around and he was still there. I was terribly scared. I ran out into the street and was afraid to go back into the house. Next day I got my worst score on math exam. P.S. I continue to see him. This happens very rarely. But I am not afraid of him anymore. I don't know who it is or what at that. He always appears before terrible events and tries to warn me. I live in a small town. So there isn't a lot of traffic. But I live close to the town center so I'm used to seeing people I don't recognize come around my street. Just a few weeks ago right after dark I was walking my dog and we come to a well-lit intersection with no sidewalks crossing the three-lane street. I see an elderly woman with short white hair and a sweatshirt standing on the opposite corner from me. Mind you the building she's right next to is an old church turned rundown art gallery that I rarely see anyone come to especially during COVID. And my dog started tugging at the leash and growling barking at her. Which is already out of character because he really only pays attention to other dogs animals and bald men go figure. 
so I don't want to alarm her I just keep walking hoping that he'll calm down, even though I was considerably concerned about her being outside, alone, just staring at the street. So a few seconds go by and I look back and she's just not there. I have a clear view down all of the streets from the intersection that it's damn near impossible she could have gotten out of that range of vision that fast. I didn't see any cars come by so she couldn't have been picked up. Now every time I go down that way with my dog he inexplicably starts pulling and barking towards that street corner. I don't believe in the occult or anything but this is just so strange. Shortly after my grandmother passed away when I was around 14 or 15, I started experiencing these weird feelings in my house. After the funeral, whenever I was alone in a room I'd get these random blasts of cold air, and the awful feeling of something malevolent watching me, like something was glaring at me from across the room and wanted to hurt me. I remember getting out of a hot bath once, and with the door and window closed. The bathroom was full of steam but I still walked into a cold patch. Sleeping at night was the worst, like whatever the presence was was just got stronger. I never once thought it was my grandma, because she was as sweet and mild as anything with me, but I didn't know what Ot was. Eventually it got to a point where I ended up grabbing a pendant from Lord that I had hanging on my bedpost, and sending a prayer to whoever was listening to make the thing go away. And it worked. Amazingly, I've never been particularly religious, and due to the lack of physical manifestations beyond cold spots, I do believe that this could have just been a weird subconscious reaction to grieving my grandma who I was very close with, but I'll never forget that when I told my mam about this all, months later, she casually mentioned that at times of emotional despair, spirits can attach themselves to people, and that something probably followed me home from the cemetery after the funeral. Fair to say I was a bit gobsmacked at that response, considering her reaction to all things supernatural is to just ignore it and wait for it to go away. Thanks for watching. Don't leave before leaving a like to this video. Also hit the subscribe button to support my work. And as always, have a horrific nightmare my dear.